This is Konzenshu, the podcast, episode 509 for the week of February 25th, 2024. Hello, and welcome to We Got a Podcast, a podcast about Dragon Ball from A to Z, from Earth to Namek to Sadala. We wait, 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 no, 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 stop, uh, stop, oh. stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Oh, I'm, so, hmm. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just, I'm doing my thing. I mean, Ken's here, so that's normal. Yeah. No, no, I, I understand that, like, this is, you know, you, your true podcast professionals yeah. now uh, on a much more regular schedule than other folks. You know, it's important to be regular. Uh, no, hello, and welcome to Konzenshu. The podcast. And extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Cons and shoe. That's right. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit, a little bit of entertaining around these parts. If you're not entertaining yourselves, then how can you hope to entertain anyone else? Hello, my name is Mike. You may see me around as Vegito EX. We are here to cover, look who it is. It's Ken. It's Randy. That must mean it is Kakarot time. We're back once again, four years later oh to... To wrap up a review of Kakarot, I'm, I'm not n- entirely sure. Uh, again, hi, my name is Mike. I do host the show from time to time. Uh, we'll go around and do our introductions. First on my screen is Ken. Hello, sir. Who are you? Hello. Well, I'm one third of We Got a Podcast, uh, and I'm just a, a just a dude. I'm just Ken. Uh, and that's Randy over there. That's right. I'm Randy, and I'm also one third of We Got a Podcast, uh, here to talk about video games. Yeah. Um, overpowering me, but not entirely. We don't have Doug with us. Uh, I think y'all broke Doug, although then you brought him back around again to talk about toys. So I think you resurrected him. It's his senzu, really. Yeah. And he's been toying with the idea of playing this here Kakarot game. He's been talking about that for a while. He's been talking about playing Kakarot for a while. He's been talking about reading Super for a while. Doug talks a big game. He's going to read Super this year. (laughs) I promise you. We are all friends around here. Um, So, yep, y'all here. It's time to talk about Kakarot. Here we are. uh, We're recording. February 23rd, 2024, uh, two days after the DLC came out. I think we all finished it yesterday, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, that, that'll be part of the topic. That's what we're doing. We are reviewing the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, the sixth overall downloadable content pack for Kakarot, the fourth story batch <laughs> compared to the first two. We'll get into it. We got a lot to cover. That's our review this episode. That's what we're doing here on Content the Podcast. Whatever episode this is, I'll have to go back and record with that. I didn't record what episode it is. Uh, hey, topic time. Let's go. All right. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I can't get over how bad of a title this was. I still. Um, Ken, you went back and you listened to all the reviews <laughs> leading yeah. up to this. Did you today? Yes, I did. All four of them. Yeah. What, what kind of experience was that? Did that like really bring you back in time? Well, for me, listening to it, it's funny because Randy and I give each other such crap now, uh, and we have a really developed relationship. And so listening to us barely knowing each other (laughs) in the early days of that, and as we go, and then even the last time when we did the... 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai, we were all like very buttoned up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, versions of ourselves. It's like, nah, we got a podcast is here now. But um, just listening to our impressions, you know, we were all mid to positive on the base game. Yeah. Um, extremely positive on Trunks. 
um, pretty negative on Bardock. And then as we reviewed the 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai, we were kind of all over the place with our impressions. And then, Mike, you were starting to get some rose-colored glasses about uh-huh. Bardock. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we had, I still we had feel to be like, way. remember Horde mode? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see where this time, where we fall compared to everything that we've played up to this point. Uh, I did not go back and listen because I, I kind of remember that us talking about the, the way I felt about Bardock in retrospect. And I kind of didn't want to go back and listen to what we originally said at that time because I think it's better in my memory. Um, this one may end up being better in my memory too. Yep, here we are. It's the it's the Oob DLC. We're wrapping up the the story of Goku. At some points, the story of Gohan, but we're kind of back around to the story of Go- Goku. Sometimes Bardock, sometimes Trunks, sometimes Gohan, sometimes Vegeta. Story of all these characters. We're at the end of the series, and I I feel like there's so many directions that we could go into, and I'm tempted to jump to some like bigger points right off the bat, but I don't want to get there just yet. (laughs) Um, I want to talk about the flow of the DLC a little bit. I think it's important to say that for this one, maybe even more so than some of the others, we're going to have to spoil the entirety of what this DLC contains. Similar to prior packs, there's kind of like the main thing, then credits roll, then you get the post game. And they're basically equal in content. At least it was for me. It was about two and a half hours of uh, starting it to complete, like credits, I guess you would say. And then I had about another two and a half hours after that of doing all the sub stories. I didn't do a whole lot of grinding out more super attacks or getting levels higher up. Um, For the last sub story, I was actually below level of what it suggested, but I didn't have trouble at all (laughs) completing it. It It's just you have enough heal aids and and other stuff you can can kind of power through through that. Um, but I think that was kind of interesting considering, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so again, we're going to spoil the entirety of all the, the content in here. Just be aware of that. You may think you don't like, yeah, it's Goku and Oob and they fly off. And that's it. Yeah, it is, but there's more to it. There's more before there's more after my, I guess my, my first discussion point gentlemen today is I didn't know how bad I needed to spend time with Goku and his blue Doki here. It mm. was just an absolute delight. It doesn't feel weird at all. It just yeah. feels like, oh yeah. yeah, I'm end of Z Goku. It's here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm hanging out with Pon. It's great. Yeah, whenever it kicked me back to the main title menu, you know when I finished playing or, or, or started up again, seeing him in the orange, I'm like, that that's wrong. wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'd love to jump in here because Randy, I have a question for you. Ooh. Oh, okay. So you've been very vocal about how unhappy you are with Bamco and the PC port oh. of this game. And so Randy, I, have a I wasn't for even going to talk about it. This Did time. Randy send an email to Bamco <laughs> this time? That's what I would like to know because you have done it the past two times uh, to no avail. And so, Randy, um, give us a PC port update. Sure. So, as you may know, if you've been listening to all these episodes, we had a big PS5 Xbox Series X patch for Kakarot, where we got 60 FPS, we got screen space reflections, we got new foliage and things like that. And unfortunately, PC version already had 60 FPS. That's not unfortunate, but it did have it. All the other stuff, eh, they never did it. And I emailed them. Every single time asking, hey, you guys emailed gonna... them every day. <laughs> <laughs> every day. First thing in the morning, I email Bamco. <laughs> and that's just how it's been doing for the last like year and a half. This time, you know what, fellas? I'm a I'm a broken man. And I did not send them anything. And I had a little bit of hope that when they'd updated, I'm like, is there gonna be any different? It's not. It's not at all. So if 
you really are excited for reflections and more foliage. Sorry, don't play it on don't play it on PC. But there are other reasons to get it on PC. But you you're, know, you're missing out on the flower patch near Goku's home. <sighs> it's a good flower patch, man. Well, guess I'm going to spend sixty more dollars on this game just so I can play it on another platform for flowers. Thanks, guys. It is regularly $15 now. I considered buying it digitally so I didn't have to keep putting in my PS4 disc into the PS5 just to have <laughs> oh, it there. Oh, God. And then it keeps loading up the PS4 icon. And I'm like, I've it told does. you, I don't want this icon on my screen. <laughs> I had that problem with, uh, I told y'all recently, I was playing Alan Wake Remastered. And no matter how many times I deleted it or tried to get rid of it, it kept copying and installing the PS4 version alongside the PS5. Like, why are you this way? Stop. <laughs> Stop doing this. Kakarot, thankfully, hasn't done it. <laughs> Let's start the, the 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 flow, as I mentioned, of this DLC. We do start kind of, we actually start in the base game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super sour point to start off this DLC. Well, we got to remind people of who Boo is, because maybe it's you true. played this base game back in 2020. It's been four years. You don't interact with Dragon Ball otherwise. So you're like, I got to know who Boo is for the importance of this DLC to matter. All right, I'm, I'm of two minds about this. And what we're talking about is it it actually has you play at least a portion of the fight against little Chibi Pure Boo here <laughs> as, as like the introduction here. Um, you know, you think back to the 23rd Budokai DLC, what we loved about it was kind of a surprise, not a surprise, they spoil it in marketing materials kind of right before it came out. The spoilers, if you haven't played it, um, you fight Demon King Piccolo as the intro <laughs> to that DLC bag. It was a very cool way to kind of like win you back into the fighting style, and especially over there where it is ground-based as opposed to um, flying through the air like, like the normal stuff. So I understand why they would come into this and they want to start it off kind of like strong with a bang with, all right, let's just get you into a fight. Let, let's get you fighting these characters with these characters again it just doesn't work for me though uh, i don't know what it was I, I wasn't expecting it to to get control i was expecting just uh and that was his fight against boo and here we are 10 years later but now you gotta fight it i'm not sure why i didn't like it though does anyone have a, a better feeling on that it's an annoying fight yeah it's obnoxious uh you keep getting turned into candy then yeah. Boo splits himself up so as I went through and I grinded up my Goku to level 190, I think, before I, I just gave up the ghost on the game. Yeah. And you to do that, you have to do that Boo fight a few times. Then you have to do the Frieza Cell Boo, you know, mm -hmm. in succession mm -hmm. fight. And every time the Boo fight starts and I hit him with the Genki Dama because I'm just throwing out Genki Damas like yeah, it's going yeah. out of business, you know. And every time he'll do so much damage and then Boo will go into a little cutscene and yeah. negate my attack. And I've just spent all that key and, mm -hmm. you know, super annoying fight. Yeah, I would feel the same way as a person who, in an hour and a half before we sat down to do this, I did sit and grind up to, I think, what, level 187 and <laughs> doing that, that kid Boo fight. It's not hard. It's, you know, it just takes yeah. a little bit. It's more obnoxious than anything else. Um, That's so true. This is more of... A kind of a question for y'all. Um, this DLC different from any of the others where for the most part, you're either new characters or in the case of the 23rd, you're a prior version of the same character. So it wouldn't make sense to carry over your levels. This carries over your Goku from the base game, right? 
Mm, or no? Or do you no. start at the new base level in this? Yeah, you start at a level 100. Oh, okay, okay. Um, because when I finished the base game, I didn't really go out of my way to do anything. I didn't grind out like the, oh God, what were they? Like the extra villainous things in the sky or whatever oh. to then mm-hmm. get up to do spoilers to super bosses that I, if you haven't right. played i guess i won't say who they are <laughs> maybe you can figure it out though um the expanded canon um so i wasn't actually sure what if it was pulling in my my goku from like the end of the game but okay so it's not that sort of makes sense but sort of doesn't at the same time too because i feel like that would be the one opportunity that would make sense but i guess they kind of want to get everyone on an equal footing and like if you haven't even if you haven't finished the game you can jump in here um you can just select stuff from the add-ons menu and kind of play them so oh okay 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 like a game balance sort of thing you know so they've made the enemies they're going to be so strong you don't want to have your character that you've pumped goku up to i don't remember what the original you know max base yeah max level of the base game was and just stomp everything so it's treating goku as if he is a new character like when we started with trunks or bar yeah okay and that's kind of my problem with this dlc from the get-go is that this felt and i'm gonna mean this in a positive and a negative way this should have been in the base game yeah i agree entirely yeah um because it it flows so naturally because they literally do start you (laughs) with the end of the base game here to to transfer into this um and i don't want to say we know about the development of the game because we don't really know about it but from all the early promotional stuff we saw with the game where it was like they weren't really showing anything beyond the Frieza arc and then considering what kind of stuff and Ken you would have listened to our review more recently than anyone else so there was some other stuff in the later arcs that they either skipped over there's I guess there's like a notable fight that people didn't get that they wanted was it like second form cell yeah trunks versus cell doesn't happen oh, trunks um, versus cell okay. Vegeta's final flash isn't in there a lot yeah, of yeah. big iconic moments in that arc just don't happen okay so I mean it still felt content complete but there are certainly those kinds of moments um but yeah, th- this is considering we start pre raditz it it really would have made sense to to have the entirety here and go all the way to the end. But considering what maybe we've seen with the development of the game, okay. Um, so, all right, so we've barely gotten into it. <laughs> we get through the fight with Boo, and then we kind of we're we're thrown back into the the open world of you know the end of the game. Um, post game, we, we know that Goku is aware of this guy out there that he wants to fight, and we kind of get some preliminary setup before we go off to the tournament. Um, we get some of those big scene highlights where we get everyone kind of starting to meet up together again. We get the five year line. Uh, Randy's got a finger up, yeah. Oh, I just didn't want to interrupt you. No, you know? it's fine. It's a, it's a good I way just, to do it when we have visuals. <laughs> I just want to bring up that Goku learns about the 28th Madokai watching a segment on TV with Mr. Satan. Yes. Goku's TV is a 16 by 9 TV. Yeah, okay, I thought see? about that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I'm not the only one. When we later on for a sub store, we go see Roshi. I'm like, I got to go check out his TV. <laughs> and it is still 4 by 3 So I'm like, okay, the old man didn't upgrade. But at some point, Goku went into the future. Bulma made 16 by 9 TVs. So. There were widescreen CRTs. So, I mean. Oh, true. It was a thing early on. But does Goku and Chi-Chi seem like the type of people that are like, I gotta go get that. I don't like these. I don't like the letterboxing. No, but Gohan seems like a tech nerd. So he probably would have gotten them for the family. Gohan comes over. He turns off motion blurring. (laughs) Yeah, you know it. (laughs) (laughs) Good boy. When this DLC starts up and you go on a little fishing adventure with Pond. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't know how good your memories are, but it's mirroring the beginning of the base game. It is, yeah. With Gohan. Mm Mm-hmm. 
It's kind of like the first thing you do. He plops on his little tail. I really wanted to snap a screenshot like right there with blue Doki Goku with the tail. I'm like, there's our GT Goku. He's here. We got him. Uh, and quickly gone. I know it's not a real Close tail. Enough. It's a fake tail. But it was, it was uh, yeah, here and gone. And then we, we just kind of get going. I, I think there might have been some shorter sub story, stories early on. I'm kind of already forgetting what some of them were. They, they flew by. There are two Okay. Before the credits, there are two sub-stories. Okay. Where they can't get a phone call into Roshi, so Goku goes to go see what's going on. And there's someone who is doing some sort of interference with the with the ra- special radio wave telephone, which is kind of calling out why he could like call Bulma on Namek like with a radio yeah, phone. Yeah, I know. Writing some like <laughs> tech lore into that, and I, is that character's the doctor from the Bardock special, right? He definitely looks like it. it might be a palette swap. Didn't but. didn't he even say something like you look like or you you remind me of something oh. like that? Um, so I don't know if that was supposed to be a nod. I feel like there's a line in there somewhere. Okay, so there, there's right. that. That was fun. Another thing that was confusing me is going back to the, is this my Goku from the base game? When I got into this, I'm like, oh, am I just in the base game and any sub story I pick up might be a sub story from the base game? But no, everything here is like totally segmented, right? There's nothing that was kind of crossing right. over from the original. Okay. So then we did get another, I don't remember where in the flow this was, but we got an appearance from Ken, your your favorite boy. Favorite cooking boy. Oh, yeah. Suika, my dude. This (laughs) is Suika's story. He's there with Bardock and he's (laughs) there at the end of Z. (laughs) I think somebody needs to make a mod for the PC version to Uh change out the logo from Dragon Ball Z Kakarot to Dragon Ball Z Suika. Yeah. Uh, Malone, if you're playing, as everyone probably is, the localized version of the game here. But yeah, uh, Suika in in Japanese. Um, So I thought that was fun. I really like seeing their their through line of those kinds of things, like their own original content that they can have a lot more fun with and kind of just keep, again, that through line going throughout the game. And it really makes it feel like its own world and complete product there. I like that Oh, yeah. And we even have Suika touch on the fact that he met Bardock. Yes. If oh, maybe he, he was the one that said that. Yeah. Instead yeah. of the doctor, there was definitely someone who said something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, so we have these couple things. Was he before or after the credits? Post credits. So was he post? Okay. The, the second pre credits sub story is the right hand of Piccolo guy. Oh my yes. God. That's right. That, that was, it's kind of weak. So that was after you've arrived at the, the tournament grounds and you're just kind yeah. of going off and, and doing some other stuff pre fight. See, you say it's weak. I say it's where Pawn learns her abusiveness against robots. That's true. <laughs> All right. True. Another thing we have to talk about with Pawn, and so this would be a later sub story, is um, pulling some inspirations from from superhero perhaps here. And that's mm-hmm. the the Pawn getting kidnapped and ransom note. And yes, there's some more robots, that kind of stuff there. Um I mean, I feel like that's a natural story that you would tell with a character who's four years old and, you know, is the granddaughter of Mr. Satan. Like, that's, it's kind of funny that in Superhero, they didn't go the Mr. Satan route <laughs> with that. So they did it here. Well, I saw the superhero influences elsewhere, but where I saw influences in that kidnapper storyline was GT episode two. Yeah, yep, for sure. All right. So then going <laughs> pre-credits back again, we kind of talked about the, the things that are out there that you can do. We get to the tournament. We actually get to play as Pawn. We get to fight as her for a little bit. So and we get cool. the nice little ground-based battle um, again. Uh, she's just got like these running, just like running in with her fists and everything. It's great stuff. I'm not 100% on this. 
because it might have happened in like Boo's Fury for the Game Boy Advance or something. Mm. But I think this is the first time Mo Kecko has ever been in a video game. <laughs> yeah. Outside of like Dokkan. Possibly. Yeah. We we got some good moments along the way. We got um, Goten and Trunks doing the weird little like hand thing in the hallway uh, yeah. to Mr. Satan. Um, we didn't really get the full breadth of all the characters. Um, we got to see, is it Knock? Is that the dude who Vegeta punches in the face? Yes. Yeah, because yeah. he gets knocked away. Is that why they named him that character? That's probably why they named him that character. They reference a character N A R E G, and I'm like, oh, who? Who is that? Yeah, I don't recall anything as much about the 20th Badokai um, as probably most people. Was it Killa? Because oh, maybe that was Killa. But they called him Killa in the dub, didn't they? Maybe oh, not. Who could who, say? Who knows <laughs> what's going on with the the relationship between this DLC and the dub? All right, so do we want to get into that now? Like, we've kind of come... All right, let's wrap up two credits, and then we'll come back around on some of these other yeah. conversations. So we get Pond's little fight. We don't get anything else from this tournament. It's all just kind of, like, shown. You know, Vegeta knocks him away, and Mr. Satan and Boo, and Boo's, you know, fixing the matches and everything. So we do get the Oop fight. We get Goku versus Oop, and it's kind of a, a couple phases where Goku's increasing his uh, verbal attacks on Oop, and he gets powered <laughs> up a little bit. And the fight just kind of is what it is. I don't know what else I can say about it. Kakarot is a game all about the small touches. It is. And so sure. I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but when you're in the, the room outside of the tournament, yeah, where everyone's standing right before you fight Oob, if you turn on your key vision, mm-hmm. everyone's got like big keys behind them. Mr. Satan has a tiny key. Aww. And then Oob has nothing. Oh. Like he's he's hiding everything. That's great. Potential, yeah. And they, they do say multiple times because I think even Vegeta's like, I don't, who, what are you talking about? I don't sense anything. It's like, oh, he must be suppressing it or just not letting it out. Or something. Then there's a lot you could say about, well, maybe it's God key that isn't showing up here. <laughs> um, I wish. I'm hoping maybe that went into consideration there. Um, is there anything you want to say about the Goku versus Hoop fight? I mean, it, it was fine. I thought it was pretty well choreographed when we actually, the, you know, pre-rendered cinematic of them fighting i know that as things go on and we'll get to later like we have cinematic fights that like okay maybe the exchanged punches and kicks kind of like seem recycled and they just use the same thing yeah but i don't know at the moment that i had done it i was going through this dlc for that fight watching it i was hyped i was in it i'm like maybe this fight is really good uh in 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 the entire franchise maybe i've been missing out and i need to watch this oh you know what you're kind of right now that i think back about it yeah when it was doing like the cutscene version of all the clash and they're just like zooming all over the place um obviously there were some iconic frames from the manga and and from the tv series as well but yeah i think they really embellished it quite nice it it looked beautiful there and i like the way it's structured too the fight opens up and you're just wailing on oob yeah who is like i gotta figure out a way to do this and then we hit a little tiny cutscene, and then oob goes all out on you yeah uh it's worth mentioning that it is not an updated Kanzenban ending it's kind of like the original version where he just flies off so we don't get the passing down of Kintone or, or anything like that i know and then we roll credits and then like most kakarot dlc we're kind of back into it but we're in extra mode now yeah and this takes place before what we just played it can't <laughs> but it has to it's so confusing because we're just back at Goku's house. Like, Pan is there. There's definitely but. a mention or two somewhere about like, oh, and I'm going to fight that guy. But then you're like, oh, is he talking about Vegeta? Because that's where we end up. But no, I think he's talking about Oob. And if it's after what we just did, he should be off with Oob. Now, you could say that when Goku is talking to his family, 
before taking off with Boo, he's like, I'm going to go train this kid. Yeah. And they're like, come back and visit. And he's like, yeah, I will. But of course, through this entire story of the 20th Badoka, we have characters come up to him like, hey, you never call. We never hang out. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I didn't. I guess I just don't know the time passes to kind of show like when he says, I'm going to come back and visit. He's probably not. But maybe he does. And that's when this takes place. Well, Randall, <laughs> we know for a fact that he does in a little Nako Majin Zed. Aha. What a fucking lost opportunity to not include that here and i understand this is the reality we live in where they're not putting in these other characters that weren't animated hey nekomaji makes some cameo drawing appearances and like jump super animator special and some other stuff like and it's super yeah and it's super and he technically appeared in buku resen supersonic warriors 2 in the japanese version he's in a non-heroes video game could have been included does he have a voice actor in any of those has he ever been cast? I don't remember if you get any little yelps out of, out of him in that, was mm. that a DS game. Yeah, that was DS at that point. These devs got cats, right? They yeah. Just <laughs> stick a microphone up to it, one of those tiny ones. But I agree. I think that would have been, I mean, just I would have loved to have seen it, but I think it provides such a perfect world building opportunity, but also an excuse for Goku to not be here, but be here, but still be involved with everyone and not confuse me so much about when the hell this is taking place. Was that even a question for y'all or is it just me being weird? Okay. Randy's shaking his head. Yeah. And I'm of the same mind as Randy where it's just, this is just one of those times Goku came back to visit. Yeah. Okay. It's the only time that it really fits. I mean, because yeah, I think that it is during that point where he just comes back to visit. Otherwise, yeah, when would it happen? Because then he sees Vegeta again. If it's like the next day they do the tournament, like, oh, hey, we had that huge fight yesterday. Remember that? That was rad. Anyway, right. <laughs> right. I'm going to go hang out with this kid now. It literally shook the earth. <laughs> right. And are, is this supposed to be a Dragon Ball Online reference, I assume, of like, this is Toriyama's vision for this is how they go out just with each other? Well, <laughs> so this is interesting because we've done DLC doing... Beerus and Weiss and yeah. Resurrection F. All right. Where we've shown. This is the conundrum. <laughs> yeah. It's because. These characters have other transformations. We're so slavish to the the, the expanded canonical Z. And so Battle of Gods and Resurrection F kind of like fly in by the seat of their pants by being Z titled movies. And we know where in the timeline all this takes place. And this those have to be. Well, no, those are not necessarily. When do those movies take place? No, they. Hold on, I'm I'm blanking on the timeline here. They they're they're in between as well, right? They're in between Defeat of Boo and 28th Budokai. So yes. they should have perhaps not taken place yet, depending on where you slot in this DLC. Am I getting that what? right? <laughs> okay, timeline. Okay. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, 774. Yeah, I got it. Battle of God, 778. Right. Resurrection F, 779. Right. 28th Tenkaichi Budokai. 784. Right. So Battle of Gods and Resurrection F should have taken place. Yes. By the time correct. this DLC happens. Right. Okay. And in and in this order, because base game does not have this whole thing. So we get to do right. everything that happens in between this time skip leading up to now. Right. Okay. So that is the conundrum here where we get to the end. And again, spoilers. It's kind of like last big fight is Goku versus Vegeta and specifically Super Saiyan 3 Goku versus Super Saiyan 2 Vegeta when we're all thinking like they should just be at minimum blue (laughs) going against each other. But again, Slavish 2 original serialization concepts. I I don't know. Like you kind of can't win, I guess, without introducing super 
so to speak. And that's well, going to be for a future season. That would be, yeah, its own <laughs> separate game. You could probably do that entire thing. So um, would we be doing another season? I just feel that this DLC, this is the end of season two. This is the bookend for the whole thing, man. It feels like it's the end with Goku and Vegeta fighting. Uh, although <laughs> I think, what was it last time we had Pilaf and gang being like, oh, he was a kid again. Uh-huh. We could take him out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and I'm not sure how it is in the Japanese, but uh, when you finish the Goku versus Vegeta fight, uh, we get the line from the narrator that says, with Goku defending Earth, the future looks bright and his path to power. Psycho A no Michi. They said it. They said it exactly okay. in the movie okay. title. Okay. Wow. Yep. okay, good. That's good. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Granted, that is just a retelling of Dragon Ball, but it's like, sure. are we going to go back and do Dragon Ball? <laughs> like, yeah. what's the deal here? Yeah, that was one of those things. I I stood up and pointed at the screen. And I, did, I did the meme. <laughs> Randy, whatever your prediction is, uh, I'm going to follow it because you were dead on with this one. Yeah. At the end of the last one, we were talking about what would we expect from this one. And we mm. joked about like, oh, well, you know, maybe we'll go to Nekomajin or whatever. And then Randy, you're like, no, it's going to end with Goku and Vegeta finally getting that fight that Vegeta won. Is that what he said? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I went back and listened to a few. I didn't get to catch up. I was listening while I was grinding out stuff at 1.5 speed. And I was like, will I be able to listen to all of it? No, I didn't. But wow. Okay. So I am smart. That's good You called out Playable Pawn. So congratulations. So whatever you say the next DLC is, Randy, I think that's what it's going to be too. (sighs) It's either going to be GT or it's going to be Dragon Ball. Despite how long I've been in this game covering this series, every prediction I make is wrong. So it'll be the opposite of what I say, and it'll be exactly what Randy says. We've cracked the code. This is how we figure out what's coming next in the Dragon Ball franchise. So, Mike, just don't say Moro. Please don't say Moro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So we've kind of talked about the the earlier part. We've talked about the conundrum. Let's talk about this postgame other than the Goku versus Vegeta. Um, Ken, I don't know if we talked about this in prior episodes, but I feel like there's a lot of Yakuza-ification of video games lately. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> just probably because since Kakarot came out, I've played, oh, I don't know, 12 of these games. Yeah, but you're ju- attuned to it. Just the the flow of the sub-stories and like little jingles completing them. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm right at home coming back into Kakarot, um, mm-hmm. both because we've been playing this game for four years and also because of how much Yakuza, like a dragon, I've played. Um, so let's talk about some of the, the side stories towards the, the end here, the, the post-game. Did anyone have any favorites? I feel like the, the bra-wanting Vegeta, his smile, was kind of like a nice bookend as well here. That was the last one I did. Yeah. Yeah, the, very cute. It's strange that that was the final one. It, it, it was. Was that the one that you pick up at Capsule Corporation? I, I think maybe. Or they were out and no. about. Yeah, they were out and about. You find them. Okay. I had an interesting experience for that because I had done all the sub stories to that point, and then okay. it shows on the map because I finished it at Kame House. I think I can't remember which one it was. Sure. And then it says, "Okay, in this region, there's another sub story." Yeah, yeah. Up yeah. on the map, and it's not there. I'm like, mm. "Okay, let's go to a different region and then come back." Mm-hmm. Still not there. Did it again, and then it finally showed up yeah. on oh, the weird. map, and I can go interact with them. Yeah. Very, very. Oh, sorry. I didn't have that. Happened issue. to me that exact same way too. Whoa. That's super weird. It might have been this one. This might have been the one where I was like, 
I don't want to say severely underleveled, but I was probably like five under level for it. I'm like, I, I got to finish this. Let me just go at it and see if I can do it. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, the damage might not do as much as you're hoping, but eventually you kind of power through on it. Um, what were some? Well, all right. So this one is <laughs> the wish is to make Vegeta smile. And what would Vegeta like the most to fight Goku and himself? And so they just kind of team up and fight themselves, clones of themselves, and they have a great old time. And Vegeta smirks at the end, and everyone's happy. And all right, that's that's that sub story. Um, what were some of the other ones that we had um, the second half here? We had Suika cooking for Boo. Oh right, right, which is so precious. Yeah, uh, Gohan preparing for a conference. So Goku's oh, like, sure. well, maybe I'll get some food for him. Oh, the dinosaur meat. And dinosaur what, meat. Randy, what was the name of this sub story? Oh, no, I don't recall. Could you fill me in? It was something about the Sohn family's appetite. Oh, that's true. And it was so... Of of a game that we, we haven't even touched on, the localization present. Right. I, we got to get to that next, yeah. But to get Sohn in something, I do believe the base game is the only time they ever had Sean Schemmel yell, I am Sohn Goku. Maybe it was also in Kai or something, but... Yes, it was It's so Kai. rare. It's so rare that the Americans are willing to admit that his name is Son Goku. Well, you have Goten show up with the shirt that says Goten Son. I don't know if people right. are like, well, he's the son, so is that the word? Like, he's Goku's son? Is that what they think the son <laughs> is there? But no, it's Son. It's their sure. surname there. Um, sure. All right. So, but the big thing was, he asked Goten what to get, and then they say, oh, dinosaur meat. And yeah. then he goes, gets it, and then says, well, maybe you should also ask Piccolo. Or no, you go get the dinosaur meat, Yeah. and uh, Piccolo's like, that's great. Piccolo. But also... Could you give him this for, uh, yeah. to add to it? And it's uh, the like. It's you know, just Gohan, called like Gohan lunchbox or something. Gohan yeah. dinner set. Yeah. And then we open it up and it's an apple. It's a yeah. sour apple. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I knew it's the second he had it. I'm like, I bet that's an apple. <laughs> and I was so happy to see it. Like, oh, uh-huh, he got his favorite. And then, of course, to be humorous. Right afterwards, uh, they eat a big meal. Chi Chi is like, "Oh, by the way, we went ahead and we made this big meal for you because you know you're probably hungry." Yeah, yeah. Even though you're stuffed now, good times. There is no shortage of brilliant writing in this DLC. Definitely, there's yeah. the whole part where Goku has to go tell Roshi about the tournament. Chi Chi laments that Goku forgot to tell him about Gohan's birth. Yes, which is why it's a surprise <laughs> at the beginning of Z. There's the whole bit about. Goku bring up, I wonder what happened to Jackie Chun. And yeah, yeah, Roshi yeah. Being like, oh, I'm sure he's fine. Still doesn't know this man is like 50 <laughs> and still has not put two and two together. Like, these two dudes are the same guy. I have to tell you that I was sending Mary photos of Goten and Trunks on the island at Kame House. I was like, look, your boy's not interested in what the turtle hermit has to offer. <laughs> and then it keeps like wavering back and forth. It's like, all right, well, maybe I'll take a peek. And just brilliant undercutting at the end of that. Again, spoilers if you haven't gone through it, but he gets them to clean his house with the promise of like prized possession. Of course, it's going to be nudie magazines. What he ends up bringing out in the end is a giant pile of books that is apparently his own self-written autobiography. He's like, this is incredible stuff. This will get y'all the ladies because they want to know what I've been up to. And the boys are just like, what? What have we done? Who would want this? Like, just really, really like solid, brilliant stuff there. And I don't know. There's just something about Trunks wavering on admitting or wanting to see naked girlies. That I just feel totally in character for that character. I was a little frustrated with this one because when you bring up the idea of Goten and Trunks yeah. and cleaning, the modern Dragon Ball will tell you that they're big fans of the superhero <laughs> clean god. Sure. Yep. 
And instead, they're like, no, we don't want to clean. I'm like, hmm, I don't know, writers. You've been reading, uh, are you like Doug here? You've not been reading Super? <laughs> I mean, who knows when the dialogue for this was written. Right, It, yeah. it could have been That's true. early on in superhero manga. We also had that really great one of Pawn being like, I wonder if my grandpa's fought who would win. And I yeah, and her was... not really understanding Mr. Satan's <laughs> strength. Oh, but then the way that Videl describes them yeah. is that mm-hmm. Goku always loves a fight. And that's where his Loves heart is, but Mr. Satan's heart, yeah, yeah won't yeah. let him fight his granddaughter or something like that. It's so great. And just good stuff of really like looking out for him. Like, oh yeah, he's he's got this fan event. Like he really wants to fight with you. But just giant space war. Gotta yep. go take care of it. It feels so much like they're a family. Like yeah, Mr. Definitely. Satan is a part of this. They all kind of know his shtick and they're willing to go through with it so they can help him save face. It's It's beautiful. I love stuff like that. The one thing that's really killing me is we've lost two Mr. Satans at this point. We lost Daisuke Gori. We've lost Uncho Ishizuka. Like, really nothing against the, the current Mr. Satan voice. Unfortunately, I didn't look up his name. I should have done that before we started talking here. Masashi Ibarra. Thank you. <laughs> Does an absolutely admirable job with the character, but we've just... This devastating losses from Mr. Satan. I don't want to say on the flip side because Hiro Masudu was an absolutely devastating loss. I Hisakawa just fucking incredible yeah. like i occasionally forget you just you don't think about it when no. she goes she's bulma she's just yeah. natural here it's unbelievable for for me it was a bit of a jump scare when the dlc starts up and the narration starts going because for context randy and i just watched a bunch of dragon ball gt sure so i'm yeah. in my like prime era with joji Yanami going crazy with his premonitions and with um daisuke gori as being the best iteration of mr satan ever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to jump into this and now i have naoki tatsuta mm-hmm. doing the narration which of course you know i watch super so i'm used to that i think and- he's great but again Joji Yanami, come on. Yeah, I, I've just listened to so much Joji Yanami in rapid succession that yeah. to not have him all of a sudden was like, whoa. And then when, like you're saying, with when Ibarra starts talking and not to have Daisuke Gori, it was like, what is this voice coming out of this character right now? He's just not deep enough. He's not, there's like a, a real overbearing quality to Daisuke yeah. Gori. Yeah. And that's not, this guy's much softer. That's also a softer version of the character. So yeah, yeah. There's something that just comes from the gut of Gory's voice. I, I just like explodes yeah. out of him in a very natural and caring way that just can't be replicated. I mean, that's why he was the legend that he was for sure. Speaking of legends, while we're on this, uh-huh. um, Masako Nozawa is yeah. uh, getting a little rough with her I, performance. So I was I, not going to say that. I was going to say Nozawa was incredible. I was going to say I was going to say Horikawa sounded really off. Yes, he sounded bored. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I put my first note in my entire notes is like, oh, man, is Masako Nozawa losing it here? But I had to put myself back. Like, OK, where am I coming from here? I just watched GT very recently where I'm hearing a lot of young Goku. So yeah. I'm thinking, you know yeah. what? Maybe it's just that I'm not used to adult Goku anymore. And then after just a few more moments in it, I was like totally out of my head. Like, nope. She's got it. No I didn't have that here. at all. But every time Horikawa spoke, I was just like this dude. just He's somewhere else. I don't know what's up. So with Nozawa and Horikawa specifically, it felt like the gain on their microphones was way too high. Oh, okay. It felt like they were coming in really hot when no one else was. And so I wonder if they were like in the same recording session together and then 
something was yeah. wrong with the tech, and then yeah, they yeah. came in after that and fixed it. Huh. Right. Yeah, that could have been dealing with tech issues and like, all right, we've been here for two hours longer than we wanted to be. Let's just let's no, just get we can't this. afford these guys for this long. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. And I'd be remiss not to mention we all overwhelmingly praised all the performances in the twenty third Tenkaichi yeah. Budokai yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. DLC that we just did. But there were parts where I felt like Nozawa's Gohan was unrecognizable. I didn't have that in, in this. It was something was off with with her but again like randy's saying we did just watch a lot of gt so yeah. maybe i'm coming off of that yeah all right um i, I kind of want to walk on eggshells a little bit here at the start of this part of the conversation and that's localization there's a lot going on in the realm of localization chat these days and i i think if you're a longtime listener visitor of content you know where we're coming from um there was a really really funny thing um in our patron chat recently someone was sharing some comment from someone that was like well no one complained about dragon ball's localization back in the day because everyone was kids and they didn't know better they're like um excuse me <laughs> like i'm over here like screaming from the rooftop since 1998 like DBZ Gun Censored was the template for a lot of fandoms. Um, so there's kind of like two parts of my setup here. One is I've been at this a long time. So it, this is not like a new conversation. I don't like to trot this out often, but my site is older than the Texas cast. Let's just get that out there. <laughs> Next, <laughs> the the stuff you see about localization these days is like so heated and so rooted in complete misunderstanding of like what translation actually is and i want to make it abundantly clear that we're not the like the the people i make fun of are the ones who pull in the words into google translate and they're like you can tell what the the meaning is by translating each kanji in there like i understand that's not how this works i i beg you to understand julian has taught me what actual translation is like and how this works and that everything is inherently localization that said the translation in these fucking dragon ball video games that's not what they're saying it's who can who i think someone brought this up in response to a tweet of yours um you were having a conversation where it's like that they can't decide if they want this to be kai caliber or like 2001 caliber dragon ball dub it's it's so frustrating. <laughs> I was a longtime fan of this franchise. And some of it is has to be very accurate. Like we've I talked about before how in the Z Encyclopedia, some of those entries on the attacks and stuff yeah. is straight from the guidebooks. Mm-hmm. So I know someone there knows what they're doing. And it has to be someone else coming in and saying, like, no, let's have Bulma say hey is for horses trunks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some of this is just literally pulled from the original Zeta, right? We think, at least none of us <laughs> gonna go check that out. But which is is this has to be new because I feel like I mean, obviously you have changes that you make along the way when you were localizing a thing, but it seems like I have seen more talk of this DLC specifically being like, Oh, that's just a line from the dub. That's just a line from the dub. Like I don't think that was happening as much in the well, old stuff. So again, I listened to all of our reviews of yeah. these Kakarot okay. episodes. So if someone is listening, being like, oh, but they talked about this. I've got you covered. We talked about last time with Shen to Hero yeah, yeah. and um, Crane Hermit to Master Shen. So it's we know those happened last time as well, but this time it's like a whole next level. I mean, they named this DLC Goku's Next Journey, which is the dub title for the final episode of Dragon Ball Z. Mm. So that c- 
kind of where you're going. To be clear, in Japanese, it's also like, and so 10 years later, that right. is the chapter title from the manga. Like, that's yeah. what they're doing here. So they're, they're doing a localization of the title, which I, I understand that makes sense. But the, the lengths that they seem to have gone to for some of the dialogue changes is just like, and it, it's <laughs> like, I it's wanna, not everything. It's not everything. There's a lot of stuff that's totally fine. Like, that's what they say. I, like, I really want to be clear. This is not just like, I took a semester of Japanese and I think I know what they're saying. Like, no, it's literally just entirely made up dialogue. And it's so frustrating to read it alongside what we know is happening here. But that's just how it'd be sometimes, you know, I, I get, what do you do about it? You know, you can make a stink about it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to email Bamco every morning <laughs> for the next year. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Ken, it's not going to help. <laughs> um, so the Yakuza games, these latest yeah. ones that have had a dub in them, uh, I will. So I just put 113 hours into Infinite Wealth, and I'll say that at some points that game feels like it has dub titles. You know, mm-hmm. I played in Japanese. However, it does not. Those games have two separate subtitle tracks: one yeah. for when you're playing in English to reflect the English, and then one that is a little bit different, but not so different. Uh, that is for the Japanese audio to reflect that to a greater degree. Um, and I just wish these games had it. I have no animosity towards people who adore the dub. Like I, I tweeted this earlier today. It's like, hey, I I love that for you, right? You know that you enjoy that. That this is the version you like. I have no problem with that. I have a problem when it's affecting me trying to enjoy the series <laughs> yeah. in my way. Yeah, yeah. We we can't get an accurate translation because of what you had. <laughs> like that's a weird way to put it, but it is true. Um, I mean, and similar examples like the widescreen treatment of the show, like that affects everyone, whether you like the English or the Japanese, like you complaining about it, not filling up your TV negatively affects everyone else. Um, not that we're blaming the fans. I'm kind of blaming the fans a little bit here. I'll, I'll take it a little further than Ken. I will blame the fans. <laughs> there we go. I'm trying to bring them in and you keep pushing them away. Uh, at least, at least here we get flying technique instead of buku jutsu. So shouts out <laughs> this sure, game, sure, best localization ever. <laughs> uh, all right, I think we've hit on pretty much everything here. Um, we got a couple things to do. We can just do like overall thoughts on it, and then we definitely got to rank all of them. <laughs> now that we've hit this point, is there oh, anything boy. else we want to say about this as a whole? I spent so you know roughly five, five and a half maybe six hours with it in, in total. There's more I could have done. There was a lot of like, you know, go do the advanced version of these fights, like Goku's mental training. Did we mention this about where you fight um, Frieza, then Cell, then Boo, kind of rapid succession. Super chapter one, anyone? I definitely got vibes <laughs> on that. Yeah, there's. Mm-hmm. it really feels like they're they're trying to pull as much as they can without actually doing it here. Um, so I loved all those little nods. There's more you could have done. Um, the sub stories, you know, once you complete them, that's kind of it. And then, you know, the world is just there to grind out more super attacks and stuff. I mean, I think the treatment of Pawn was absolutely perfect. Yeah. She doesn't do or say very much in the original series. Yeah. But yeah. when you take in what we know of her from both GT and Superhero, I think they use those as influence to fill in the blanks for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the whole thing with her and Piccolo. She never says one word to Piccolo in Dragon Ball, the manga, Z, or GT. So your only inspiration there is superhero. So her relationship with Piccolo is kind of mirrored in this game as well. And then just taking so much of like the relationship between her and Mr. Satan from GT. So there's so much that they drew from other sources to 
uh, in, inform for their interpretation of pawn here. Yeah. yeah, inform that. I think there were uh, a couple of things that I wanted to bring up. One is, I think a thing that I have highlighted before when we've talked about it is that I feel that the combat needs another mechanic or something to add some more depth to mm. make it a bit more exciting. And I was very surprised there was a new move you unlock as you're playing through this called Dragon Flash, where you can be in the middle of a combo, hit it, and you'll teleport behind them. Or if you're far away, you can teleport behind them and continue to uh, fight them. You can continue a combo. You can combo into it. And I felt like, okay, that added a layer of depth or more options that mm. made it exciting, especially for enemies that throw, like, huge death balls at you. Before it's yeah. like, okay, I'll just dash out of the way. But this, like, okay, I'll wait until you've thrown it far enough and teleport behind them and start beating the snot out of them. Made it very fun. Um, if I saw the prompt correctly, it was, you know, after you beat the game, like, okay, you can unlock all these new moves. You can also now unlock these moves in the base game. Yes, 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 yes. And it did increase the level cap to like 250 or 300 or something crazy like that. So Right. So adding new stuff to the base game in that way that isn't just the story things and these new sub stories yeah, yeah. that enrich that experience. I think that's, you know, a huge that's thumbs nice. up. I really like that. Yeah. I think this DLC would be like 10 out of 10 if it were the base game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also wanted to point out that we only added three new music tracks for this DLC. Previous ones were like seven, mm -hmm. um, maybe mm -hmm. a little bit more. So I felt like that was kind of a, a letdown. Did we get any new mini games or anything like that? I don't think we did. No, but no horde mode. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> hey, we're doing good. <laughs> Was the beam clashes that you can do during combat, was that something new to this? Yeah, was that new? I actually couldn't remember if that was in the base game. I never yeah. triggered one. Okay. Really? I didn't no. trigger one until today. Yeah, I had like <laughs> but... three, I think, while I was playing this. Mm -hmm. And I didn't remember them from previous, but it may be like N where you just never got them. I think it was in the trailer for this DLC, and I think that okay. it would have been cool. there if they're highlighting a new thing. So Interesting. Like, okay. okay. That's in. That's cool. Um Disappointing to see in the encyclopedia that Pan is located under the miscellaneous category. She's not there with the science. <laughs> She's not there with the rest of the Sun family. Or I'm like, really? Miscellaneous? Okay, fine. So, Oh, a, a quick timeline note here. Uh, Goku knows who Bra is. I was Yes, I forgot to mention this. But he hasn't <laughs> seen Bulma in five years. I hmm. saw some, it was someone on the forum that was trying to justify, like, well, if you round up some numbers here and there, like, it kind of works like... But it doesn't. It, like, you just have to accept it here. They sent him a postcard. Yeah, right? maybe, maybe. Or Bulma hasn't seen him in five years, but Vegeta has, and he brings Bra along. Oh, maybe. Oh, you man, know. you convinced me. <laughs> there it is. He's but a that, good dad. You but know? then He's does Bulma say, her... we haven't seen you in five years? Or is it mm. I? I don't know. That's true. Yeah. I don't know It's exactly. up for localization interpretation. It is. It is. Hashtag localization. Um... All right, let's rank them. Just I, I, I the four, I guess. Well, trunks. <laughs> yeah. That's at the top. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Maybe feel, the twenty third is the next one. I feel like I'm gonna fight uh, fight y'all on this. I would say so. I'm for me trunks twenty eight twenty three Bardock. I probably say the same thing. I'm. I think I'm gonna go with Ken's ranking as well. So fight us. What is your ranking there, Mister Michael? Trunks. Number one. Good. Okay. okay. No fighting yet. Followed by Rose Tinted Glasses Pardock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With that qualifier, sure. Um, I I don't know how I would rank the two Padokai ones. I thought the 23rd had some really cool 
and surprising stuff in it. Um, I keep coming back around to the first thing I said here, which was I didn't know how much I needed Blue Doki Koku. Uh, just just <laughs> being living in this part of the Dragon Ball universe, like we don't have anywhere else. Like you cannot experience this time in any way outside of this DLC pack. Um, that makes it really, really special to me and kind of like, where are we going post super? <laughs> to influence you uh, away from the 23rd Tank Aichi Budokai, yeah. uh, that one did have the really frustrating Taupai Pai fight. Sure, yeah. And it had some horde battles. It did, yeah, yeah. And it didn't have all the fights that you would want to have in that tournament. Right. Um, I feel like some of the other DLC packs have had better sub stories, but I like the ones that were in this one. So I think, I think I'm going to go Trunks Bardock 28, 23, but that's, it, it's really kind of a toss up <laughs> around there. Mm, yeah. The tournament ones can be kind of similar. Even I like I them. That- I like them a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the 23rd's main story section, you had a lot more to do because you got to do more fights versus this one that was, you know, Pan versus Mokeko and then Goku versus Oob. End of yeah. that. That's that, you know, yeah. right. You got that flashback tension Han fight in the 23rd. Mm-hmm. You got the Goku versus Piccolo Daimao stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would think I would do put 23 over 28, even though I do like the post credits Goku versus Vegeta stuff. I got pretty hyped for that. I thought that was a great fight. I mean, I it's every moment just blatant fan service. Like, Hey, remember it this? Is. Remember this? We're doing the poses. We're doing the exact blatant. same movements. Seeing though the Goku pose in the blue gi, come oh, on, buddy, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I took a screenshot. Like I'm like, I gotta have that one in 4K right now. <laughs> it's blatant fan service at the cost of Vegeta's character. I think this is so, like the this the writing on Vegeta in this part was so awful. I couldn't believe it was in this game. Hmm. I mean, is this just a symptom of this is kind of what Super Vegeta is in a lot of things? What or? just stuck what he was yeah right. i think we're past that where we're at now mm. the problem Super, is ken we're poisoned by gt <laughs> you are yeah. how well G- yeah he's, he's so good <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> yeah gt's a mixed bag i guess is what we can say it's a mixed bag but it does some stuff extremely well I- i've heard it's impossible to watch gt <laughs> can you find those recordings that you did where you watched the rest of the series and can you put those out please yeah i'll yeah. work on that yeah i gotta dig around some cdrs around here they're probably <laughs> sitting there <laughs> uh so value is it worth 40 dollars <sighs> i mean i think so i think i got my 40 bucks out of these three packs um so season pass two is bardock 23rd 28th um, I think if you get it on sale, it's kind of a no-brainer. You have a great time with yeah. it. Um, the fact, it, yeah. the fact that Ka- even the slightest sale, Kakarot is consistently base game fifteen dollars. Season one is pretty consistently on sale. I think this pass has been on sale at least on a platform once before. I, it's a great overall package. Yeah, I think overall Kakarot is pretty good considering that it's a licensed anime game. Just the amount of stuff. They've packed into here. And then specifically for this season, uh, they're all three story ones. So you got a lot of stuff out of that versus season one, which yeah, the yeah. first two were just bummers. I mean, you know? to our point from the very beginning, just the writing, I mean, localization qualms aside, like the, the writing, at least in its original Japanese, truly loves this world and these characters and understands them for the most part, other than maybe Vegeta at the end here. Um, and it's just 
great to spend time with well-written versions of these characters. I think this, we're still, I had such a sore spot after playing Trunks and how that set such a high bar for what we should be expecting from these. Yeah. And I think that's part in why I and we were so sour on Bardock at the start. So going in, if you know that Trunks really is far and away the best piece of these DLCs, and to play that and not expect the other three to hit those same highs, then you're going to have a a good time. So what's next? Um, Are we done with DLC for Kakarot? Are we we getting GT? Uh, (laughs) Super? Let me check my crystal ball. Yeah, Yeah, Randy, please. (laughs) It's tough. Uh, I want to say we do actual Dragon Ball because we've got Pilaf saying, oh man, if he was a kid, we could beat him. And then we have the Path to Power mention, which is, of course, covering the early parts of Dragon Ball. We're going there. Or we'll do Kakarot 2, even though that would we'd have to do all this all over again and you know the times that it would take for the devs to do all that. Eh, yeah, I don't I don't think that'll Do you happen. think they're not gonna just fall into the trap of assuming Dragon Ball Sans Z doesn't sell? I don't know. I mean we got the twenty third Budokai DLC yeah, and that's yeah. not Z, so So then what, what would they do? Would they not include that in whatever that next game is? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that grandfathered uh, into being Z? Because <laughs> Goku is an adult. They do that. Or they just take that wholesale uh and they just put it back just in. Just put it in. Uh yeah, exactly. And just nobody will ask questions. And then they also put the oob stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They'll do the definitive edition and then by doing that, adding all the other stuff. I don't know. I think it'll be Dragon Ball or they say, that's enough Kakarot. See you at Sparking Zero. Yeah, that's it. And then we'll support that for eight years. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't I don't know if I want to live in that world. <laughs> Too bad, Ken. It's going to happen. I already told Mike, I'm not I'm not reviewing Sparking Zero. <laughs> I'll be there day one. I'm buying whatever special edition I can. I love Sparking Meteor, so you bet that I'm going to be playing Sparking Zero. I'm a betting man. If you say it's happening, it's happening. <laughs> so far. <laughs> I've learned. I'm right. <laughs> all right um i'm going to assume this wraps up kakara i would be pleasantly surprised if there's anything i don't know about pleasantly i would be surprised if there was more to this game um we've kind of given our overall thoughts on all the dlc packs the the game base game plus everything as a whole what we think might be on the future horizon i guess one last question there is that um if cyber connect doesn't do you know the original Dragon Ball doesn't do super. What would be next for a non-fighting Dragon Ball video game? This really filled that necessary void spot <laughs> for for four right. years here. Finally going to get Dragon Cart. Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> that could happen. Side-scrolling brawler. I don't know. Like, what else could they do that we haven't seen before? Oh, yeah. They I mean, they reinvigorated the fighting scene with fighters. Maybe we can bring back the belt brawlers. Or I don't know. We get. Um, what was it? Uh, uh, Attack of the Science 2, you know? Yeah, we're, we're go finally going to get that. <laughs> That's what we've been asking for. Um, I want to do a quick go around. We've talked a lot about video games here. I know uh, on this other show, which by the way, I can listen to again, which is very exciting. So I did listen to the toy episode. Uh, we got a podcast. These folks are, are on putting out episodes every couple of weeks. I remember those days like they were 15 <laughs> years ago. Um, oh. just cause we've been talking about video games, kind of want to go around and just get a vibe for what is everyone playing right now? Cause it really kind of like sets the stage for everything that's going on. <laughs> I know what we're all going to be playing exactly a week from today. And that is rebirth. Oh Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Absolutely. Actually, when we finish this, I'm going to go play the demo. So. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> there Ken, you go. Let me start with you. Uh, as my fellow Yakuza fan, um, you were in before I was. You just said, how many? 113 hours in? 113 hours, and that was to Platinum. Unbelievable. Platinum Infinite Wealth. Yeah. First Yakuza I ever Platinum. No Mahjong required. So <laughs> Yeah, you can do it. It's great. Um, yeah, absolutely love that world. Love those characters. Um Good stuff. I, I know you were very nice in not ranking it when Doug asked you point blank how you thought about it. So I appreciate that. Um, we'll have that discussion at a future date. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be on my uh, my spring plate, I think. Um, so, Ken, b- besides uh, the world of Kiryu and Cloud, <laughs> what else is like video game landscape for you right now? Uh, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not like Randy. I'm not playing 17 video games at the same time. Like, I try to go from one to one, but you know, I never beat God of War Ragnarok. Um, I still haven't played Spider-Man two. So there's a lot to get to this rest of this year. As far as big releases go is going to be pretty much a desert. Yeah. I'm excited. (laughs) And that may include maybe Sandland. Hey, Hey. Uh, so I'm going (laughs) to fill in with some stuff I haven't played throughout the rest of the year. That's true. That game's out in two months. Um, Randy, can you list the 17 games that you're actively playing? I, I can probably yeah, do ab- a few. All right. Everybody start counting. Right. Uh, so first up, uh, Persona 3 Reload. Yep. Uh, it's currently August. Uh, so I'm, I'm getting places. Baldur's Gate 3. I'm in Act 3. That's going all right. Uh, I randomly started playing Forza Horizon 5 again. <laughs> like yesterday. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Uh, I want to shout up a game. Buck Up and Drive. Uh, <laughs> It's a very interesting cell shaded race, like arcade racing game where you drift, but then also you do quarter circle uh, attacks to hit other cars and cops. Excuse me? What? (laughs) Yeah. Buck up and drive. You have Uh, my attention. Exactly. It's on Steam. It's very cheap. It's like $4. It's very fun. Um, also one of the best things I have to, I have to spoil an achievement for you. So it's cell shaded. You're in a white car drifting around hitting things. If you go into the menu, go to sound and then turn off BGM, you unlock an achievement that says you're going to play some Eurobeat, aren't you? So (laughs) incredible. (laughs) I, I appreciate the, the attention to detail of like, yeah, man, I'm here just for a, a fun initial D thing. I guess that's totally wild, but yeah, quarter circle inputs, take out cops. It's a good time. Uh, so I wanted to shout that out. Uh, I know that's not 17, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. I'll do more. It's a good four. Thanks. Those are like actively playing right now kind of things. We'll see how far I play for more Forza Horizon 5. I mean, I, I upgraded a graphics card out in the living room. So I'm like, oh, let's try something with, you know, frame gen and and ray tracing. So let's just do that. Like, oh man, this game is gorgeous. Oh man, this game is fun. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. That game was gorgeous on a one X. It's true. That's true. This game is just gorgeous overall, but you do it at 4K. I'm playing at like 100 frames per second. Oh, man. Yeah. At, at everything extreme turned up. Nice. It's, uh, it's a sight to see. Uh, all right. So then is it me? Uh, I've, it's you. I wrapped up uh, Kiryu Gaiden. So that was great. So I got myself caught up for the first time. And then I said, I, unlike Ken, I don't have the time to put into infinite wealth ahead of ff7 i know that needs to be the thing that i do um i did i think i mentioned this earlier um i'm at 2000 
one-ish in reading through all of Stephen King. I'm at Dreamcatcher right now. I'm about to wrap that up. So Alan Wake was like right up my alley. I, I figured I'm finally going to get back to playing that. So I did play through all of um, Alan Wake Remastered. I have the one last DLC to, to do in that. Um, and so then in my future horizons will, of course, be I got to do Control and then I got to do Alan Wake too. So those will be, um, Ken, in the desert later this year is, is what I'll do. So in the <laughs> meantime- going to do Quantum Break? I thought about that. I don't know. How long is it? <laughs> I don't think it's very long. You can just check how to beat.com but, or how long to beat.com. Yeah, but yeah. It, I don't think it's very long and it's pretty fun. And um, there's references in Alan Wake sure. too. So like you got that. I might as well. Yeah. Um, so I figured that, you know, I got all this other stuff going on in the meantime. There's no way that I can play a huge game ahead of um, FF7. So I was, when did FF7 come out? 1997. So I was, what, 15? How old? Can we do math here? Well, I would have been nine, so... I, I was 15 when FF7 came out, so I was, like, perfect age for that. Um, mm-hmm. I bought my PSP to play Crisis Core. Um, Evan Same. Children was a religious experience in my life. So, Remake was something else, and Rebirth is going to be, like, don't talk to me kind of gaming experience. So, I didn't want anything in my way ahead of that. Um, so, I've been doing a lot of fan translations <laughs> of games um i didn't mention it here bokono natsuyasumi 2 was another religious experience playing that game easily top 10 game of all time check out hilltop's translation of that game just blew me the fuck away so then i, I wrapped that up i'm like oh let me dip into some other fan translations tengai makyo ziren i did i get that title right on pc engine cd i i put like I don't know, 15 hours into that. And then I got to like, all right, you've defeated one of the 14 people. I'm like, I, I don't have this in me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the, the first big budget CD RPG. Oh, um, wow. And it starts off with like one of the Muten Roshi voices. Like is the first thing you hear. I'm like, oh, this is my jam. Like, I know this, the production values are one thing, but the underlying gameplay is just like, yep, it's just your single character and sword attack and heal. And like, that's it. I, I don't have this in me. Contrary to my uh, reputation, I don't beat every single game that I play, and See, I've been I empowered. Do. See, I've been empowered by this new thing to say when I'm playing a game. Yeah, and is just say, "Yeah, I get it. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you get so far. Okay, and well, you're like, okay." <laughs> That's what I did. That's what I did in this one. I dropped it. Exactly. It, it, it was fine. Um, so now <laughs> I'm back in the Yakuza universe. I am playing the first uh, Kudo Hyo, the, the spinoff uh, Like a Dragon on PSP with the absolutely worst main character in the history of video games. But I'm also like 12 hours into it. I might as well just see it through to the end. Unsho Ishizuka. Unsho, Ishi, Unsho Ishizuka. I got there. Third time's a charm is a character in that game. So, you know, that helps. That's Mr. Satan number two. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. <laughs> Satan number two. Um, so far, I've come across two characters that I know, and the rest are all awful. I hate every single other character. But I think I said this in Discord the other day. Even bad Yakuza is still Yakuza. I'm going to wrap that up ahead of uh, Rebirth. <laughs> okay, appropriate. You know, you'll, learn, you'll, have, you'll learn a lot going into Rebirth that way. Yeah, it's true. Can I make one gripe? You can. Uh, is that so I kind of came late to Final Fantasy 14 and I've played it here and there. You have and my attention once again. <laughs> like two years ago, I got into it. Now I'm sorry. I'm close to the end, I believe, of the base game, but I didn't finish it. Oh, okay. Got distracted. I'm like, I'll come back to it. Of like 2.0 or the 2.x yes, patches? Whatever it is for Realm Reborn. Did you do before. the Praetorium? Is that on the horizon? 
It's been two years. I don't remember. All right. Anyway, continue. But the point is, Seven Rebirth is coming up, and then my husband comes in tonight, and he's like, I have bad news for you. So next week, starting on Thursday... They're bringing back the Final Fantasy 15 event where you can get the flying yeah, buddy, they yeah, are. as a mount. And I'm like, no, I'm busy. And he's like, oh, you have to beat the base game too. And I'm like, oh, now I can't start 14 again, get through the base game, just do this event to get the regalia. Why would they do that? Uh, well, I don't know. That's that like seems like cannibalizing their audience. Now it's a returning event. They've done yeah, it Yeah, this before. is the third time that this okay. event is coming back. Yeah, Randy, there's no way you'll get the 200,000 NGP to be able to afford the regalia. No. So. No, exactly. So just that, let that it go. That me out. I'm, uh, the dream is dead. Have you heard about the critically acclaimed MMO RPG? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dealing with that, Mike. Get out of here. <laughs> Wait, this is my own show? No! Um... <laughs> Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Ken. I have a wonderful time chatting with y'all. Um, hopefully, we'll chat again tomorrow night. Uh, by the time you hear this episode, we will have already played Mario Kart again. But you can check us out most Saturday Saturday nights uh, at my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash X. You can hear more from these folks. You can also hear more from these folks at We Got a Podcast. Um, you have done the impossible. Uh, they said it couldn't be done. You did it. You watched all of Dragon Ball GT. Um, I am once again listening to full episodes after only listening to the first five minutes of any given episode so it's wonderful um your most recent episode was talking about dragon ball toys um i don't want to say you did a ranking you you specifically said you weren't ranking you're just doing kind of like top five that you like i was surprised more often than not that some of those figures i actually have Uh, (laughs) looking over the side i've got the the goku and the luffy uh, outfit changes those are wonderful figures i was glad to hear those pop up good episode guys good stuff thanks but yeah. do you have the Unifive Ultimate Evolution <laughs> Cyan Vegeta? No, I don't. <laughs> That's the one with the Ozaru top yeah. that you can switch out? <laughs> yeah. oh. I actually don't yeah. remember if we have the Super Battle Collection Zero Zero. Um, Mary was really the Super Battle Collection collector in this household. Mm. Um, she has a million of those. I think I only got one or two. I'm looking at Super 17 and Burley in this room, but the others are out <laughs> on the other side of the door here. Um, yeah, so we got a podcast where all fine podcasts are found. Um, y'all do a video version of that as well, Ken. That's like your side gig is editing the video version, right? Yes, yeah. Doug and I are on the YouTube version. Doug uploading his shorts and then me editing the video version of the podcast. Incredible. Must be wonderful, Randy, to have other folks that do work for you. <laughs> it's a blessing. You know, I, I compliment these guys, hopefully en- enough. I wish I could pay them. Uh, it's because they do such great work and they're the best of friends. I, I couldn't ask for anything. No, what, I, what I love is that, like us here at Consentu, it's for the love. It's because you love it and it's because you like each other <laughs> so much, <laughs> at least for now. Doug still likes you. Randy right, did yeah. not ask me to take over the YouTube. I asked him. Yeah. Because <laughs> I felt like we had such a great dynamic on camera. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted to capture that. I agree. As best I could. Yeah. It's good stuff. Well, thank you. So we got a podcast, Spotify, YouTube, you know, all the usual places. You can get it in Overcast. I'm a I'm an old school podcast guy. I still use my actual RSS feeds. You can get it that way as well. Um, mm-hmm. so that's we got a pod. Uh, you're listening to www.kanzenshuu.com. That is kanzenshu.com. We have a podcast here occasionally. Um, I have a lot of plans for it. Um, you may have noticed that the 
schedule on all sorts of things has been wonky. Um, I took a new role a year ago and it has taken, uh, I am love, I have never been happier in my life with what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, that kind of stuff. Um, but it has definitely affected my ability to do Konzenshu stuff. So that's a little bit of what's going on. Um, but there's always, always, always stuff going on in the background. I've never spent more money on Konzenshu before in my life too. Um, and I just want, all of it to come to the site sooner than later. And, and it is all coming. Um, one thing I will share, I don't like to plug it, but I will plug it here. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Konzenshu. Yes, you, you know, a, a buck a month, just say, I love what you're doing. Help you out. Keep the lights on every month. Five bucks, hang out with us on Discord. I, I don't want to put a whole lot of Patreon exclusive content because I, I do fully believe like, information wants to be free. Like this is what we do. We are old school DIY. Like everything we do is just out there and it will forever be out there. I do have to give a tease occasionally. So over on Patreon, um, tying in with GT talk, I want to keep the GT train going. You want to see what the final promotion for Dragon Ball GT in Weekly Shonen Jump was? You can check it out over on a Patreon post. That is coming to the site. There's going to be a whole feature. I have another year's worth of Animedia showing up because while I found the final reference in Weekly Shonen Jump, I'm like, but I got to know what was the last time they featured it in Animedia. Ken, I think this is tying into some of what you and I were talking about and uh, what you've probably presumably talked about on your podcast as well. Like, all right, what happens during the production post baby? And it also seems like everyone decided to stop promoting the show externally around that time as well. So I'm trying to find the final promotion of GT in Animedia as well. And unfortunately, that means you just have to buy the entirety of 95 through 97 of that magazine until you find it. <laughs> so that's what's going on with me right now. A lot of stuff going on. Love you guys over there at Consentu. Love you guys. Every Everyone's just so oh. great. We got a podcast, Konzenshu. I got to edit this episode and get it out in like a day and a half. So I'm going Good to luck. I'm going to hang up and start editing. So send me your audio, please. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. We will see you next time here at Konzenshu the podcast, and we'll catch you, Matinator. Later. Later.